The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome back to 2020 Predictions Month on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this month we're looking into the crystal ball to tell you SEOs and content marketers what you can expect in 2020. Joining us again today is Colin Colburn, who is an analyst at Forrester, which is one of the most influential research and advisory firms in the world. Colin's research focuses on current and future trends in performance marketing, including strategies and best practices for SEO, paid search advertising, Amazon advertising, voice search, mobile advertising, local marketing, and emerging marketing trends. And today, Colin and I are going to talk about his predictions for the e-commerce landscape. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked-to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t okay here's my conversation with colin colburn analyst at forrester colin welcome back to the voices of search podcast great to be here again very excited to have you on the show we've covered a lot of ground already we talked about some of your predictions for seo how the channel is becoming more of a priority in terms of the greater landscape and yesterday we talked about some of the changes in the overall marketing landscape and how they could affect seos where Paid advertising is going to get more expensive because of the 2020 election here in the United States. We're going to see more impact and focus on influencer marketing, affects people's linking strategies, and also podcast advertising and content is going to become more of a priority in 2020, which allows SEOs to potentially have another tool to play with to be able to transcribe their podcast content and reuse other forms of new media. Today, I want to double-click down into one specific industry that you focus on, which is e-commerce. In our conversation, when we talked about what's going to happen with SEOs, you said that Google is mostly interested in keeping people on the Google.com domain and building more functionality into the search experience. 
something we've also seen in e-commerce. Talk to me about some of your predictions for what's going to happen in the e-commerce space and, and how is Google trying to keep more of the shopping and conversion traffic on their site? Yeah, I mean, I think that Google is trying very hard to compete with Amazon in areas where Amazon literally cannot compete. So Google is investing a lot in things like being able to book flights, for instance, in some other areas outside of the traditional product e-commerce that Amazon so dominates. So I think that we're going to see more and more of that going forward, where Google's going to try and look at things from a very industry vertical specific point of view and see where can they make inroads against Amazon to better influence how ad dollars are going to be spent by companies that have an e-commerce component, but it might not just be around physical products that they could sell on Amazon. It seems to me that this is where there's the most risk for Google is that, you know, for most things, when people start a search, they think I'm going to go into Google and I'm going to look for the answer or the product. And now it looks like more and more people are increasingly going to Amazon to do their product search. And they're not even thinking about what their e-commerce options. They're just going to buy directly from the marketplace. How do you think Google can combat this? Or what do you think the trend is? Are they actually going to try to compete in product search? Or has that ship sailed? I think the ship has sailed. I think that that, that's sort of why I went down the path that I went down at first, which is I think Google is going to just try to find other industries to dominate. And things in the CPG industry, they're just going to leave to Amazon. Because like you said, people are just going there without even thinking as, as sort of their search destination, which is why you've seen so much in ad budget, ad dollars go to Amazon from CPG companies. is because they're treating it as their one performance marketing channel where they can see direct conversions happening because of their investment. So talk to me about some of the things that you anticipate happening on the Amazon platform that are going to affect product search and visibility? Yeah, I think, you know, if, if I had to make one prediction about, about Amazon, sort of this e-commerce stuff going into 2020, especially with an SEO spin on it, I think that 2020 is going to be for any company that has an e-commerce website and you are selling products or some products through Amazon, Amazon SEO is going to have to be part of your remit. You can't just focus on your own website. I think it's going to have to be working with merchandising or e-commerce teams within your organization and optimizing those product pages for search results within Amazon. I see this so much where where companies are struggling because it's the merchandiser team that is optimizing this stuff. And they don't really know like what are the keywords we should be using? What are the, you know, different tactics you can use from the description of the product to the product title page? So, you know, all these other different things. So I think that would be one of my predictions for 2020. So you're gonna see more SEOs, especially in the retail e-commerce CPG space, um, have to take over their Amazon SEO. It seems like from the vendor perspective, that also means that there's gonna be more competition focused on people understanding how to optimize their SEO specifically for Amazon. There's a host of tools and services that are obviously doing this for Google already. Search Metrics, the sponsor of the podcast is one of them. But there's an opportunity for vendors to start building Amazon-specific tools that may or may not already exist. Totally. I think that that is a huge area of opportunity if you're in the vendor space. I know that there are some niche Amazon-only kind of vendors that only do this for Amazon that, that are out there. But if you're you know, one of the major SEO platforms or technologies that are out there, I think that's a great area of opportunity. One of the things that surprises me when we think about you know, how Google and Amazon are going to compete, and one of the problems that I have with Amazon, if you're a consumer package company, you don't get access to 
the user data. You don't have the ability to retarget to your customer, or at least it's very difficult to be able to do. Yep. One of the ways that I assume Google would be able to compete is by enabling the vendors to get access to the conversion data to do retargeting. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. As you think about who owns the relationship with the vendor in e-commerce, do you see an opportunity for the merchants to start working with different platforms or essentially pushing back on Amazon, owning the user data and entire experience? Is there any risk for Amazon basically keeping their walled garden closed? Is there any risk? Um, I think that Amazon would argue that, yes, there is risk and that they own the relationship with the customer. I think that is that is probably the angle that they would take is that this is a risk about our relationship with our customer if we share this data with outside providers. I don't really see a reason why Amazon would open up their walled garden, unfortunately. That kind of goes for Facebook and Google as well. I think that marketers as a whole, it's, it can't just be one brand. It can't just be one marketer. I think as a whole, as an industry, really have to put the pressure on these walled gardens, I think, to demand this data, this information, and make the case for why, yes, Google and Facebook and Amazon own part of the relationship with the customer, but so does the brand and so does the, you know, the manufacturer or whatever the situation is, also has right to that ownership of that relationship with the customer. Can I give you my SEO prediction for 2020? Sure. That ain't happening. (laughs) Yeah. Not this year. I agree. I think it's a long time coming. As we think about product and SEO, what other predictions do you have for the CPG companies? Are there any products or, or any verticals that you think are specifically notable or developing? I think that uh, it will be very interesting to see how, as a lot of these CPG companies, you would assume, will invest more in digital advertising, digital marketing, because the impact that Amazon is having on their business. It'll be interesting to see how they how they work with or sort of rebalance themselves across all marketing formats. You know, you look at CPG companies, they have some of the most complex marketing programs out there. You know, whether it's trade marketing, shopper marketing, co-op marketing with retailers... And then obviously digital being a part of this and then more traditional formats. 
But how are they going to balance their budgeting and their resource allocation across all of those types of marketing? And then more importantly, how do they take data and information and insights from each of those channels, if you will, to enrich others? So for me, I think there's a lot of opportunity for an SEO at a CPG company to work more closely with shopper marketing teams to better understand, you know, what are they seeing in terms of what is incentivizing shoppers to go to retailers and how can that influence the content that is being created on the website and being optimized for on the website? Well, Colin, I think that the e-commerce space is interesting and, you know, this is really a battle of the titans in my mind where you have Amazon and you know Google trying to pick off a few various verticals, but also the people that are playing in e-commerce space for the most part are also you know really large, really important companies. You mentioned the CPGs, uh, you know, large marketing budgets. It's really complex and really interesting. Any last comments or or predictions for the e-commerce landscape that might be relevant to SEOs? No, I think I think we covered it all. Okay. Well, Colin, I appreciate you coming on and being our guest this week. Thanks so much for sharing the insights, not only for SEO, for the general marketing space and e-commerce. Yeah, thank you for having me. Great to be here. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Colin Colburn, analyst at Forrester. If you'd like to get in touch with Colin, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Colin Colburn, C-O-L-L-I-N-C-O-L-B-U-R-N. Or you can visit his company's website, which is Forrester.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions, or you can apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. Or you can reach out to me personally. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes four to five times a week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 